Majela, Anaya, Kiaja, your praise. We're out. Hi everyone, this is you know who okay. uh, MAJ AIL. Okay. What is it? KY. So this is a group full of two books, and we have Splendid Night, I mean, A Thousand Splendid Suns, and The Night Book. So we have Majela and Anaya Rita Night, and we have Praise and Kazukiya Rita A Thousand Splendid Suns. We all talking to talking. Who wanna sum up they book first? I mean what they read. So I'm supposed to just write what y'all say. Or something like what y'all say. Okay. Well well, I'll talk about um the, the second part that I read. So basically, Layla's brother were killed. Brothers were killed in the war. Um, but she like doesn't feel any pain like her parents do because she was too young to remember them. So yep. And her mom like comes becomes very depressed and Layla's worried she might commit suicide because her mom doesn't have the same amount of love that she does for her brother so like she don't know if she can help her not commit suicide so um the Soviets finally leave and the people but the people don't consider it a victory because they see their president as a Soviet's puppet after the president finally stepped down um, Layla's mom finally starts acting like a mother to Layla and during the and during this time period Tariq which is Tariq and Layla. Tariq is like her neighbor that she's like grown up with and like she kind of likes them. Like their bond seems to grow, especially after he showed her a gun, talking about like how he would protect her and whatever. Like I'm gonna use this whenever, um, if you need protection, basically. And so like they start getting closer, and but. They're still in war, even though the Soviets have left Afghanistan. So, like, what's the name? Layla had to be taken out of school. And, um... And because it's so dangerous now, um, Tariq's family, they decide that they're going to move to Pakistan. Thirty. Thirty. Probably went through sixty something for halfway point, right? Yeah, sixty six for halfway point. Yeah. 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 Ye
Okay, so it sounds like your books are both getting pretty dangerous. I'm gonna keep going. So then, um, Layla's like pretty sad because she's in love with this dude and he's moving away. So, um, she hits him, but, um, it, uh, turned into something more. So, yeah. <laughs> but then after that, um, her family also decides to move. So as they're packing, her house gets bombed, and her parents are killed, and she's the only survivor in her household. And that's when our two protagonists, which is Miriam and Layla, finally meet up because Miriam and her husband take her in, and that's where that happened to book is. Oh my gosh, is this lady gonna pick me up or not? Uh, no wonder I So the book I'm reading is Night, and we just reached the halfway mark. Around this time, they're like just arriving at the camps, and so they found out that everything that they had been carrying with them, they were no longer allowed to carry. So basically, the SS officer told them that they had that men had to go to the left and women had to go to the right. And so the um Eliza decided that he was gonna have to go towards his father. And then that's when they gave the order for them to form ranks of five. When they, when they were um talking, it was this man trying to help them. And he was like, he asked how old Eliza was. And he said, 15. And the man said, no, you're 18. And then he was like, listen to what I say. And then he asked what his father, he asked how old the father was. And he said, I'm 50. And then he said, no, you're 40. Okay, so. They didn't know. Okay, so when the man tried to help you, what do you think made the man like I mean, maybe he just saw, maybe I'm saying, I think he was Jewish. So he was really trying to say he knows what's going on here. Say that you're, you, that you're 18 and you're 40. So you think he was just trying to protect him from the boy being killed and the daddy being killed? Yeah. And then he ended up disappearing. So then there's this like one F well this one SS officer and he comes and he says Sons of bitches, why have you come here? Tell me why. And then someone there to reply. But then they were like, What do you think? That we came here of our own free will, that we were asked to come here? And then some of them seemed ready to kill him, but then all they said was, Shut up, Moran, I'll tell you 
I'll tear you to pieces. You should have hanged yourselves rather than to come here. Do you know what this story Praise. was in store you leave me a for you here in Austin? And Eliza explains how they didn't know. But his tone, his tone, that the SS officer's tone just got worse. Then the SS officer started pointing towards the chimney, and he asked if they saw the flames. And then he said, "Over oh, there is where they'll take you." And then since they didn't understand, he called them bitches again, and then told them that they don't understand anything, and then told them that they would be burned. So basically, he was just calling them stupid. They'd be burned. No, he was basically saying that they was gonna end up being burned away. So like, when they were weak or they didn't, they couldn't use them. They just be shipped off to the um, crematorium. Right. And so later on, like his his anger had turned into fury. And then some of the some of them were talking about how they should like I guess what do you want to call it? Like turn again. Like they wouldn't be able to defeat all of them. So they should, you know, try to fight. But then they were so scared that they didn't want to. So was they scared because they didn't have I'm saying maybe because they didn't have a way to get out and they didn't know like the horrors of what was going to happen if they didn't. Right. So was they trying to find strategies to get out or was they just like... A lot of them, a lot of them during like throughout the book, they just lost faith. I hope because they just figured, oh, they have guns and stuff and they can kill us at an instant. And then if we try to run away, we're going to sit and burn and die. Right. So they just figured that it's going to die. Don't say too much about the um, so it died down a little bit, and then it was this doctor named Dr. Mingo, and he was like a, a typical SS officer. He was like cruel, not like an unintelligent face, complete with Whatever, how do you say that word? He was holding, huh? Nah, this was an officer. And then he was holding like this, this baton, and he was surrounded by officers. And the baton was moving like constantly as if he was trying to hit them. And so I guess the son and the father took um, the, the man's advice because when they asked him how old they were, he said 18. And then when they asked if he was in good health, he said yes, because why else would he tell them no if he was going to end up dying? Right, so the man is saying, Yeah, and then just crazy to hear about like how many people died, right? And they were still trying to save each other, even though what they knew was that it was either death or death by working too hard. So, like, which one's better? I wouldn't either, but like, which one would you choose? I think I would just kill myself, right? Like, that's why I sound a bit wacky at this point, but that just seems like. It's everyone that's like. But I'm glad they have the faith to think that they'll like survive it. Like it feels like they really truly believe that like they're. I mean, maybe if I was so how do you think I would know? 
opportunity to die, but like if I I, I ain't have no drive, no push, no, I just like, no, I'm 15, the dude lie, I'm just ready to die. Are you really? Like, I feel like we're not at 15, right? You guys are right, but like, you didn't know what the other option was. Yeah, but what if it was like people and they were just like, I'm ready, and then they was like, okay, we're going to keep you anyway. Right. Because you just need to be ready. Yeah, who knows? Like, so they didn't know what was happening in either door. So, like, if they would have been willing to die, maybe they would have been Maybe. There was. There's a lot of medical, like, experiments happening. Right, they were sent, and the ones who were really young, the ones who were really old, were sent straight to the fire. But then the ones who were like in the middle and the male, some of the girls, some of the girls survived. Not like some of the women, but not all. But like baby making women were still safe, just in case. I don't know. Why didn't they keep the Medical practices. I don't know. They were. They could have been experimenting on. Exactly. I don't. It's, there's so many things that could have been happening. Yeah. So he just. It was this SS officer. And he just kept telling them, "Y'all like poor and not pity you because you were all going to the crematorium." And so they were all afraid, but then after a while, it was kind of like, I mean, yeah, we had told this, but we haven't been sent there yet, so we might as well just keep working. Okay, so um, so you said the first night. All right. All right. So I mean, like I know that, but I don't know. I mean, like I know she she said. How do you think labor? How would you feel if you was in labor position and your house got bombed and then your parents died in the bomb? How would you feel? How would you feel? I would be sad because I don't have nothing anymore. I don't got no family. Like, where I'm going to go. Right, because her brother's already dead. How would you feel if, you know, your house got bombed and your parents got killed and bombed and killed? sad, but I'm going to come How do y'all think y'all would survive? What do y'all think y'all would do because you just lost everything? Think about myself. So how would you survive? Like you don't got no money, you don't got no job, you don't got nowhere to stay. You got shelters. I mean, you can get that on the street too. They can Okay, so if you was in Layla's position with her boyfriend, neighbor person, Tyree, and he told you, he showed you his gun and he said he was your protector during this time, how, would you feel more safe or would you feel like maybe he put us both in danger? How would you feel? I feel like, I don't know how, I mean, how like, he could always want something in exchange for protection. So if he wanted something in exchange for protection, would you give it to him? Wait, what is it? You would take his. So, well, how would you? <laughs> how would you feel in this situation? I mean, if I don't got nothing, he just be like, oh, I'm gonna protect you. I'll probably go out. 
go with him. I think I'll just go ahead, go with their protection and pay the price later. Um, so, let's go back. Um, if your mama was suicidal and you didn't know, you, you didn't remember like much about your brothers because you was young, how do you think you were? Uh, how do you think if your mom was going to commit suicide, you would talk her out of it or be a support system for her? Because, you know, you act, you just be like, oh, it's going to be okay. Then they just be like, no, it's not. It can't be just happening. I'll be like, you don't have nothing else to say. What about you? Yeah, I think I think it's I mean, like I don't think it's just she ready to go. I mean, you know, no. okay. <laughs> look, look. I, I mean, there's some people that you just can't stop. So I mean, if it was something that I could do, I would. But if I can't, so I'm let's say let's say it's something you could do. What would you do? Would you like see if it was like I don't know if it was like I mean, suicidal homes back then? Take something? her with me like everywhere I go just to make sure that she was say suicidal yeah, I mean, like the asylum. Yeah, if if it was like them, I'd check her into that. And then she might commit suicide there. They don't care. Well, I'll try to get her some help, some medical help, or like maybe I just like. I don't know, maybe, I can't, I don't think I can get with my mama. I'll probably just overdose her so she just feel all drowsy all the time. I want to think about giving her some. You know, overdose her. I mean, give her some. But no, I don't want her to die, so. You don't kill her. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I'm going to give her, like, NyQuil all the time so she always feels sleepy. You know, them last for like four, five hours. So give her four hours, four, five hours of night quill. So she be sleepy. And then like when she wake up, I'm be like, oh, here goes I mean, she, she's still alive though. So they give her But I'm saying it's like she's nine. You're always making her sleep. So it's like she's not even there. That's better than her killing herself. I can wake her up from her sleep. Duh. She might go back to sleep and I can wake her up. <laughs> How can you do it? Um, but if your mama's stronger than you and she decides she gonna lock you out the room. Oh well, that's just she just gonna have to kill herself. Bad, then. So. <laughs> My mama ain't got good knees. I hit her knee and make her fall. Okay. Um, Okay. If you was in the war and you knew they was gonna, they was bombing your neighbor's home or thinking about doing something around your neighborhood, would you run away? Would you stay there and try to fight? What would you do? You said neighbor, not like family. Or like yo, like they was gonna bomb your neighborhood. Would you stay and try to fight for your house? I would have ran. But wow. you can't run in war, too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, if you're not involved, I think you can. Like, if you're not a uh, soldier, then. I think probably just let's say you know they keep hostage. Okay. Yeah, trying to hit some suicidal mission, trying to run to a big body. Like, they they can catch you anyway. <laughs> they can catch you anyway. So, would you rather 
die with your family during the war or run and say yourself. It depends how we die, though. I just I don't want to just keep you inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to suffer. You just gonna just kill me right away. What about you? So do you want to suffer? Do you want to like just keep shooting you, or you just want to just just take me out? I just feel like I feel like as a person I am, I just just don't got the guts to kill myself. I just can't do it. And then what if you what if you shoot yourself and you still alive <laughs> and you can't get no help? Just like dang, I'm just sitting here just bleeding. <laughs> You gotta be crying. They'll call that shit. Right. You spoke to your mama. I told you to be quiet. Girl, you can die with your family. If you was on your way to the cre- crematorium thing, if you were to get burned in the night, if you was on your way to that, would you like jump or whatever they got you, whatever they transfer you to, would you like? Like, Wait, no, like, like a little room? No, like it's not. It's not really like the transportation. The transportation way. Like if you were on your way there, would you like jump off whatever you're in and like try to run and stuff, or would you like? Just, I mean, you start man, running, they gonna like, shoot you. So I'd rather be shot. You better like, run and see that. You can't yeah, see me. Yeah, I'm the wire. That's the electric fence. You gonna run to the Okay. You gonna get burned? I just yes. Just burn me. If I burn, I'm just gonna die. No. If you burn, that's not how that works. But if you shoot, you get shot. You just gonna be looking like, ah, oh, my leg is bleeding. Like they just keep shooting you. Oh my gosh. It could be like they can shoot you in your head. So would y'all just go to the crematorium to get burned or would y'all? I would try to escape. I would try to escape. I can't do that. Yeah, that's like hell in a box on earth. Um, Yeah. Okay, so. I'm skipping So, towards this page, it was um the doctor that he had talked about that was his friend. He had like this little, I guess, certain things to follow him. He was like so young. And towards. Like that, they ended up. They ended up like it was three people that was helping him, and I guess they was trying to help the Jews, and they ended up sentencing him like to being hanged. And like they made all the people watch. Oh my gosh! So So it was like. When that first dude got hanged, everybody was just like, okay, because it was, it was, I mean, I guess they thought it was better than getting burned, and they were used to it. So the, the second one, like when it was the child and the 
the doctor it was just like it was more sad because now you gotta watch a child being hanging in the child he didn't die right away so he was just sitting there struggling for about a good 15 to 20 minutes after they left and then they had a deal with that and they mentally as a parent back then, your child was gonna get hanged. Would you take the spot or would you just let him die? I think you didn't. I'm saying like if you had a choice, like would you take the spot or just like let him die? I don't know. I think that. I mean, I'm gonna tell you whether that's gonna die for us. I feel like either way it goes, like one of us gonna end up dead. I think it'll be I'll let it be me. Rather than my kid, but then again, if they say like they gotta take my kid, I get to work to make a new one. You in a real turnaround? Like she said, she gonna try to make a new one. Be like I was pregnant when God took me. You don't start showing right away. I was pregnant. They gonna do experiments on your baby. Well, it's better than a lot of dead. They're going to end up killing it. Well, they shot babies for target, for target practice. Yeah, I know. So, you rather your baby be target practice or home? I mean, if they little, they don't remember it. If what? they what? What? They a baby, it died they're, they're, they're gonna baby. cry more louder. Harder. They gonna cry more if it's instant. A baby cannot shot, get shot and live. You get hung, they gonna they gonna experience all that. They done got older. 